Look at this text. It's so powerful. He says, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. You see now, I learned something. Even this is a deeper truth. Maybe for ministry school. Watch. When the Lord gives a testimony, he said, now, Moses gave you the bread. But when a man picks it up, it's the father that gave you the bread. Do you get the difference? <laughs> it is God that will give the honor to man. But when it's you, you give God the glory, the honor. But you don't attribute it to the man. Jesus said, it wasn't Moses that gave you that bread. But while we're at it, we're not even talking about the manna they ate in the wilderness. What you're looking at is the living bread. That you might eat and not die. Glory to God. And the Holy Spirit said, do you know what you have? Do you know what you have? Because many times what you need naturally is fighting the eternal life in you. It's a common disease. We all have it. Once God delivers you. That's why Esau said, I'm about dead. Give me the porridge. You're in pain. You need solutions. And it begins to make you minimize the eternal life that has been given to you. Okay. I've already preached a solemn. But watch. Now let me get to it. Then they said unto him, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. And Jesus said unto him, I am. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am the bread of life. Are you ready for what I'm about to say? He said, I am the bread of life. He didn't say, I was the bread of life. He didn't say, I'm going to be the bread of life. Right now, I am. Every time you open the pages of this book, the bread of life is ready to feed you. Hallelujah. But you can't be in a hurry. You must tabernacle with it until he leaves this page and gets in your spirit. And all of a sudden, the man on the inside will stand up and tell the devil, take a hike. Watch. It gets gooder. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. The other people are promising seven virgins in, in yes. paradise. Amen. He said, but I come to bring you life. Yes. Not death. Amen. If you believe in me, you will not see hell. Yes. Hallelujah. And when you get over there, you will need no virgins. Because all those feelings will be gone from you. They don't get married over there. There'll be no male, no female. Hallelujah. He said, we'll be like the angels of God. So you've been had. If somebody is promising you seven virgins, how are they going to get there? You missed the point. How will the virgins get over there to wait for you? 
First, first of all, you have to find a virgin on the earth. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at them all going, Lord, help. <laughs> well, that's what people are believing for. You're going to get seven virgins. So you haven't, you haven't been able to handle one virgin on the earth. Okay, maybe when you get over there, you get a supernatural grace. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. I saw this young man. He, he was, I don't think he was 30. And he's instructing people older than him and telling him all the things that will happen. And when you get over there, what the virgins will be saying and how the place your wife will have and then how the virgins will take turns and all this mess. I said, who is giving them all this googlagoo? You should have asked them, where have you been to know all these things? Anyway. <laughs> Watch now. For the bread of God, verse 33, is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto him, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Watch now. So many of us can testify that even after we've come to Christ, after a while you start hungering. What does that tell you? The bread of life is missing. So your spirit man is starved. So your soul is now dominating the spirit man. But Jesus says, if you eat of me, his word. He says, you will never hunger. If you drink of my blood, say, you will never thirst. And how come we have all this? Because you don't spend enough time with him. For him to put himself in you afresh. Just like the early apostles, they were filled with the spirit on the day of Pentecost. But when you look through the acts of apostles, you see that they were filled many other times. So there's one baptism, but many infillings. What you receive that salvation is not enough. You have to keep getting filled. Hallelujah. That's what I'm doing every week. Putting life into you. Hallelujah. It's not cheap to find his messages. It costs. It takes hours. You have to wait on heaven to open up to you to know what to prophesy. Hallelujah. You better not take it for granted. Celebrate the word of resurrection. Verse 35, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. Watch. This is the word he gave me. Verse 37, to confirm what happened to me while I was driving. He says, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And he that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Watch, now get the punchline. The next verse. For I came down from heaven. That's when I saw what my problem was. And I came to show you what your problem is. He said, for I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him. Boom. My eyes open. 
Jesus says, I don't choose anyone. The Father chooses for me. And when the Father chooses for me, I don't reject anybody he has chosen. It don't matter what. He said, because I didn't come down to the earth to do my own will. I came to do the will. I said, so this is what is wrong with our relationships. We go choose ourselves. And what you choose don't fit your life. Don't fit your destiny. But Jesus says, I let my father choose. And when he chooses, you might come with a crooked neck, a limp. Hmm? Hallelujah. You might be jiggling all over the place. Whatever condition you come in, he says, I don't reject you because I know who sent you. What is the miracle? The father chooses my heart. You choose by the appearance. And you don't know that the reason your relationships have hurt you and ailed you it was because you're doing your own will. Once you receive that you have come to do the will of the Father, then you will receive whoever he has sent. Not he says them, he says, well, well, that's not my type. I don't... (laughs) And then you go get your type. And then when the devil in them crawls out, you say, what in the world have I gotten myself into? My God, nobody's saying amen back here. I know I got all of your numbers. Whether you say amen or not, you can look down all you want to. Eventually, you're going to look up. Hallelujah. I know what's ailing you. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Our generation is, the, is the, the one I've seen where newlyweds have the longest faces. Than all the generations gone by. Even when parents chose wives, the choices were on target. Because the parents were not dealing with your lust. But then when you went out and chose on your own, that's why you're miserable. And I'm bringing the word of resurrection, he says. Hallelujah. Let the Father choose. For those of you that haven't chosen yet, don't choose. Let the Father choose. And when he chooses, don't reject them. Because bliss waits for you. Hallelujah. You have to watch out these religious devils or these demons that will be telling you, oh, this one is your husband. Or this one is your wife. Don't ignore the witness of the Spirit. If there's a question, it's not it. The will of God sits perfectly. Hallelujah. You know that you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at that. (laughs) Glory to God. Watch out now. So, but forget just male-female relationship. Think of relationship period. 
I've seen God block relationships from me. And I won't understand it. I didn't know. He said, these are people that don't fit your destiny. And even though you enjoy relating to them, they will hinder you from me. So I blocked them. And even though you're in pain, I'd rather you be in pain than lose you in the process. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, every devil that has you must let you go. Hallelujah. You're going to release a whole lot of people this morning. I decree that what happened to me will happen to you. May the bomb in Gilead come down and go into your spirit. Hallelujah. Now from now to the rest of your days, you will go for supernatural relationships. People God has inspired and empowered to bless you, to help you, to pray for you, to support you. Not mercenaries, not enemies. In ship's clothing. You can't act a part. You have to be it. I keep telling people because we have so many women and very few men. So every time somebody says, hey, you're, yes, yes, I'm already in. Because you're tired of waiting. You need your license to start having sex. So you agree to everything. You don't even pray. But getting married is one thing. I'm not, no, you, you, you're further than me. Being happy, married, is another. Because if it doesn't fit your life, you have it. But you know you don't have it. There's nothing painful like sleeping with a stranger. That don't fit your life. Don't fit your destiny. You go into business with somebody and they're not called to it. They're after the money. They see you as an avenue to get to the money. The missionaries everywhere. People not called to the ministry. Always looking to attach to somebody called. So they can, you know, they're always trying to bait you to come and join this or come and do this. Who is calling who? How can a man call you to a ministry God hasn't spoken to you about? You don't even need to ask me. The answer is no. Because if God was calling you to go do something, he would tell you. No man should draw you into any ministry. Which grace do you have? Do you know what demons are waiting on you over there? Don't want your life torn up by these devils. Watch. Every attempt, listen carefully now, every attempt to help humanity, if it's not in the will of God, the demons assigned to that thing will kill you. That's why pastors are preaching and they fall over and die. Satan would have been able to kill me by now. What hasn't he tried? Walking pneumonia could have even taken me out, but every time that thing was trying to take me, God will shake me and wake me up. Hallelujah. Because when you haven't finished your assignment, 
No devil can take you out. I've explained this thing to my leaders. I said, go look at all human professions. You, you see cardiologists, all these heart doctors, they all die in their 40s from heart disease. I know somebody sitting in here, they're working in, a, in some cardiac uh, uh, ward or whatever, in some hospital here in the city. And now everybody that once worked there has the same condition. You cannot in, get yourself involved in any endeavor to help humanity except God sends you and loads you down with the grace to protect you from the devils governing those diseases. Check what I'm telling you. Ask doctor. He will show it to you. You don't get involved in anything. That's what's killing people. You can go and get involved in a, a woman's ministry. God didn't call you to. And then before long, you're waking up with lesbian desires. But when God sends you, it's like locking me up. In a warehouse with cigarettes or beer. Come six months later, we'll all be sitting there looking at each other. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have no taste, no interest. It makes no sense to me. One, one pastor said to me in India, and I've never forgotten it. He said, now, if you, you know, do you know that if God wants you to smoke, he would have turned your nose upward like the chimney. <laughs> Can you imagine your nose turned up? Because all, every other thing that gives away smoke is turned up. But your nose is turned down. That's why secondhand smoke is more dangerous than the people smoking. That's where I don't make any friends. If you smoke, stay away from me. So you're going to leave the service celebrating that God has opened your eyes today. Hallelujah. And you start thanking him and repenting for being bitter, for being angry with all the people that you felt wounded you and rejected you, not knowing that it was God protecting your destiny. But the question is, do you value your destiny? Oh, thank you, Lord. Look at what he just dropped in my spirit. Don't you know, he said, in my spirit just now, as I'm walking down. Don't you know it was their rejection that drove you to me? You wouldn't have prayed like you did. You wouldn't have studied like you did. You wouldn't have been comfortable being lonely like you did. If not that you tried to connect and everybody was turning you down. You said, well, I'll go to God then. And then we'll see who will get to where. Hallelujah. And then when I look back, I have every reason to celebrate their rejection. I bypassed all of them. And I'm still going higher. Ooh, glory to God. I said to the Amabaras this morning, can you believe in a city where I drove past the Omni and I didn't have a place to sleep? And I had my stuff in the rusted car, all my belongings. In the car, and I drove past that only, and there was a little bump, and it went boom. And God said, I have blessed you. It's like it was timed. I have blessed you. I said, Can you believe we're sitting here 
And this office, I said, we paid cash for it. I said, we are debt free. We paid for this church. We paid for a jet. We paid. But I'm amazed that in spite of all that God has done, and yet the wound was still there. That's why you need revelation. You too have experienced so many blessings. But what they did is still there. Today you will let them go. Hallelujah. You will start repenting for holding the bitterness. For nursing the pain. And start thanking God that your destiny is higher. Thank God they left me. Thank God they betrayed me. Thank God. Hallelujah. Rejoice and be glad forever. So when you come to commune with him, you are communing in truth because he was rejected of all men. That's why he can heal me in an instant. I never planned it. I wasn't praying. I was just driving. Glory to God. I said, this is indeed a year of supernatural spiritual growth. God is going into the crevices and cleaning the closet and healing what's ailing. Hallelujah. And as he's doing it in me, I'll come doing it in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May the day come when you're getting dressed in the morning to come to church. You look at each other if you're married and say, oh, I wonder what God's going to solve today. I wonder what he's going to heal today. Let's go to church and find out. Because that's a breakthrough in this house. The miracle surging from this altar. Hallelujah. Come on, seven hallelujahs. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Beloved, this message is a bomb in Gilead. This is a message of deliverance, restoration, and hope. Isn't it amazing how you can experience so much? And yet, what people did to you, the rejection you suffered, is still messing with you. I pray that you will open up to the Holy Spirit the searchlight of the Holy Spirit to free you. As I was just doing that, the Holy Spirit says, talk to this lady that went through a divorce. Even though God has blessed you, you have a nice job, you have a nice home, but yet that pain, that wound is still there. This is your day. I'm calling that wound out as the Holy Spirit exposed you to me now. Puratakasa. Hey, receive it. In Jesus' name, that pain is coming out of you. Glory to God. Start thanking God for a new relationship. Start thanking God for a better marriage. Start thanking God for a fresh start. Woo, this miracle is for you. In Jesus' name. I'm telling you what happened to me. I went from pain to repentance. And I started celebrating. God said it was me that hindered them. So they won't connect with you because they will mess up what I have for you. 
I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. But we're looking for breakthroughs in the presence of friends. God says the enemies. But you can preach it and still be carrying it. Are you going to receive today and be free? Come on. 770-994-3777. If you're going through a divorce, let it not just be one person. There's so many of you. Receive the same word. Receive the same word. Receive the same word. Even if it's your fault. Even if it's your own stubbornness that created it. Receive the same word. And be loosed. Like Jesus said to the woman. Woman, you are loosed. In Jesus' name. And some of you, you are guys. Yes, in this divorce thing. So much was taken from you. But God says, I have something greater to come. Loose now. Be loose now. Be loose now. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is a miraculous service. And a miraculous program. Amen. I rejoice with you and I celebrate with you. All of you that I'm addressing, you are the partners God has raised up for the voice of resurrection. You better get up and call. Put your seat in the ground. A new life is about to happen. I'm rejoicing with you. Call in the hundreds. Hallelujah. Let the phone lines be jammed. You will begin again. You will begin again. You will begin again. God is speaking to you. Answer today in Jesus' name. And I thank God for it. 770-994-3777. All the facilities by which you can put your seed in this ground is all there in front of you on the screen. Sunday morning, 10 a.m., we worship. I said we have an official end at 1.30, but we just flow with the glory and, and the power of God moves. I wait on God to tell me what he wants, and I just follow. Hallelujah. I know two services are the same. Your life will not remain the same. It's not a popularity place or popular place. It's a place of glory for those that are hungry for God. If you hunger and thirst, you will be filled. That's a promise. Amen. I thank God for you and I pray that the mighty hand of God will rest upon you and that you will hear his voice clearly to become a, a partner of the voice of resurrection. The glory will fall upon you now even as I'm praying that you will experience breakthrough. The quickening power of the Holy Spirit will fall in your bedroom and run all these devils out. Hallelujah. One of you, you just have fallen back into a lesbian relationship but the Holy Spirit just fell on you and you are surprised because you think God is condemning you. I curse that spirit loose in Jesus' name. Connect with me now. Connect with me now. The glory will testify and make all the crooked paths straight. I'm a father. I'm a man in my spirit. You will never be a lesbian sitting under this ministry or being in covenant with me. There are former people like you. Rush over here and sit down. The glory will settle it. You won't have to struggle with this thing in your closet. No, no, no. In Jesus' name, come and be fed. Come and be loosed. Come and be blessed. We celebrate it and thank God for it. I gotta go. God bless you. See you Sunday morning or next week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Bye. -bye.